It's a beautiful day to win some bets, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get into the Mount Lockmore podcast with at Coda Capper Pace and at BRUS35 on the Coda Sports Gambling Network. It's exciting to win money. You know, people out here, I hear all these people talk about you just like the action. No, I like the money, actually. And it always sucks when you lose, but it's a great feeling when you win. Happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mount Lockmore Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. But really, B-Rust, it's really just a whole new season because we got a new co-host here. We got a new co-host. It, it might as well. It might just, as well be a new season. It's it's season Scrap zero. Whatever you heard the last last three weeks. <laughs> it's season zero. Uh, of course, I'm Cody Capper Pace. That's B Russ talking right there, and we are bringing on Mr. Pumba Cakes to uh, you know another edition. B Russ, little three way podcast. I think it'll be good moving forward here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We need we need more uh, more smart people in the podcast. We need to just <laughs> pull as many smart people into. Uh, you know, one podcast as possible. And I think we've, uh, you know, cultivated the the smartest podcast on planet earth between the three of us. Well, I'm here. So that just can't be true. I think we need two smart people and maybe one dumb person just got to leave, but Pumba, how you doing? Supposedly B Ross is giving you the title of smartest man here. Wow. That, that was quite an intro. Thank you boys for having me. It is an honor to, I mean, I've, I've joined the show before, but, uh, now kind of, a and, more of a, a full-time role. It is an honor to be here. Looking forward to having some intelligent discussions. I'll contribute to that as much as I can. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll have some fun. We will have some fun. Before we got this rolling, B-Russ, uh, Pumba had to restart his computer. Seems like a common theme. So uh, for the rest yeah. of the year, what do you want to set the over-under at? How many times he has to reset his computer? Um, let's see. If we do two shows a week. We got about what for 16 weeks left i'm gonna say the we'll say once a week so we'll set the over under it we'll set 15 and a half 15 and a half okay do you yeah. would you like would either of you like to place a wager on that well puma really can't because he can kind of control that oh yeah i can yeah, that's, that. yeah. Well, so I'm how, it, I'm yeah in, in today's day and age like how how old is old for a computer i don't feel like my computer is that old but when i think about it I'm going on, it'd be about seven years old right now. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, that's pretty old. That's, yeah. that's ancient That's ancient in <laughs> electronics age. Yeah, yeah. so I guess maybe, maybe it's time for an update. Yeah, I, I really don't think of my computer as that old. But yeah, I mean, I bought this. Yeah, boy, that'd have been fall of senior year of college. Do gaming systems, do gaming, like seven years is old for gaming. Like that's old for like, a, if you have a PS4. Yeah, I mean, my, my Xbox. Yeah. It's just, I just upgraded it today. Yeah, that's right. You know, five years old, six rich, years old. Rich over there. No, I said, I told Pace before you got on here, I said, this was a gift to myself for getting my master's. And when I graduated college the first time, my gift to myself was a new Xbox. So I think I, it's only fair that I keep it going. You know, I, I understand that. I, I will give that to you. I will give that to you. That was six years ago. So. so so what you're telling me is if the road to 82, as grim as things <laughs> are starting to look, if it hits, I need to take that money and buy myself a new computer. Huh? It would appear 
so, but uh, okay, yeah, it's it's not looking great. It's not looking great. Eighty one and eighty one is definitely definitely <laughs> on the table for sure. It's, it's so on the table right now. Yeah, it's it's not good. Well, they need twenty wins in the next like forty two games or whatever. I I was looking today if if they lose today, they will be for the first time they will be only two games above five hundred in their last oh, 102 games 11 and 9 was the last time they were two games above 500 that's they've incredible. been better than that the entire time but if they lose tonight they'll be back to 62 and 60 and i will need a 20 and 20 finish pumba would you rather 500 the rest of the way good lord good lord yeah <laughs> pumba would you rather hit your team total over your season over and the twins not make the playoffs or vice versa could that happen what do you mean? Well, they won't. It can't. They won't make the playoffs and it not hit. You don't think so? What if the Guardians just go cold? The White Sox go cold. The Twins go kind of cold. No, there's zero chance in like the playoffs and it not hit. I'm I'm to the point where I don't I don't want the Guardians to fall off and the Twins to make the playoffs with like 84 wins. This team does not deserve that. This team. <laughs> I, this, told, I told you this guys, Twins I team. You guys, yeah. Go go ahead, B Russ. I texted you guys. Uh, the other day, uh, like I saw a screenshot of the division and everybody else is like in the American league, second place teams, the first place teams, everybody's at least like 70, 70 something and, and up. And so the second place team's got to be looking in like the, like the blue Jays got to be looking at, you know, the guardians and the twins and the white Sox battling out like Jesus Christ, we'd be like 10 games up on all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny that the Twins have had success against a lot of those. You know, we won the season series against Mariners, against the Blue Jays, against the Rays, against the Orioles. But uh, they lately all of a sudden, they, they make the moves at the deadline. Now they can't even win games that they're supposed to. It is just, yeah, it's it's sad. This team was doing fine for a while. They made some moves. And now they're underperforming so badly. And I just think Rocco in the front office don't deserve to, uh, to make the playoffs at this point. I, I think they deserve to be sitting at home come October. Kane is um, Yeah, I, I, I think they deserve to be watching the Guardians get swept in the uh, first round of the playoffs. Oh, oh wow. get those are fighting words there. Get the Uh-oh. hell out of here. Uh-oh. They're the best team in baseball since the All-Star break. One, sir. Two, if they go into the playoffs with a pitching staff like they've been pitching, whoever they're playing is F-U-C-K fucked. <laughs> I, I agree. And they'll be at home, assuming they win the division. Yeah. It's a, home. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, there's no road. It's whoever has the better or whoever. Yeah, it's a better record. Or the division winners, I guess, get the uh, get the home field advantage. There's get, no, get, like. Get the nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, – I, I think Guardians just look destined to run away with the division right now. All right, so let's break it down. Guardians won today. B Russ, what seven rip over the Padres or last night? I yeah. should say Wednesday. Um, so now they got a what three game? Possibly depends what Minnesota does. Obviously, we're recording before this on, on Wednesday. There's three and a half, three and a half game currently as of recording this. As of recording, okay, sounds good. Uh, Minnesota, what Pumba lost four straight. They got Houston. They had Houston Wednesday. Got them again Thursday. And the White Sox look just like trash, too. They look just like the Twins. They got yeah. beat by Houston 21 rip last Thursday, and now they've lost five of six 
odds here, gentlemen. Cleveland minus 105, White Sox plus 230, Twins plus 270. Is it the White? I mean, the White Twins, Sox. The White Sox have moved in front of the Twins. Dude, Indians minus 105. Like, that's free money. That has to be free. Uh, it's what's amazing is, I mean, they still are only, even if Twins lose up four games, there's so many games yeah. against each other yet. Um, yeah, it's, I don't want to say it's wide open, but I mean, the, the Guardians are obviously sitting in a prime spot, but also. But here's the, here's the turn quick. The thing is that I, as a Guardians fan, trust Tito with everything that I have. There's no shot White Sox fans trust anything Tony no, is, no. Russo does ever or is going to do in the next 40 games. And Twins fans, as, we, as we've talked about, as has been discussed, uh, don't trust Rocco with anything. So, I'm, I mean, yes, it's a four-game lead. Anything can happen. We have eight against the Twins next month. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Guardians don't win it, but I feel where we're at right now. I feel I feel shocking very good. statement. What? <laughs> that you wouldn't be shocked if they won. Well, I mean, if you would have told me in April that the Guardians were three and a half games up on August twenty fourth in the division, I either would have said who died on the <laughs> Twins and White Sox, or like everything, just you know. Yeah, well, he, yeah. even late no. June, even late June, when the Guardians are still whatever three back of the Twins, like at that time, I don't think anybody was looking at the Guardians as the team to take off. It's it's always been the White Sox. Even at the All Star break, everybody's just like, "Yeah, White Sox winning the division. White Sox winning the division." Yeah, and it's the- like the way that the Guardians are playing baseball. Like everybody hates it. It's like old old school baseball like they just get base hits they're the second second least amount of home runs in the american league they just get base hits and they're doing you know uh hitting runs running first to third running the bases and everybody hates it everybody's calling it a disgusting way to play baseball I'm like this is how people used to play baseball like 15 years ago before everybody heard about launch angles and throwing it as hard as they can and having 14 tommy john surgeries to be able to throw 104 a win's a win, a win is a win, right? Yeah, a win's exactly. A win. Yep. That's all that matters. Pumbaa, where did the twins mess up at the deadline? Did they had to get a couple bats? That's where they messed up. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I mean, they, they did everything they needed to. I mean, what, what I probably also don't give enough credit to is how injured the twins have been this year. Yeah. I mean, Buxton's right true. back on the R. It's, it, yeah. the, the twins have been hurt on just an, an epic level. Um, and, and they've just been battling through it and battling through it. But uh, at the same time, Correa has had an okay year, but he's just been getting like zero clutch hits. Um, they, they just don't, they don't get clutch hits. I mean, they, they just don't get hits with runners in scoring position. They, 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 they don't have that dog in them that the Guardians do. That's, that's all the it honestly comes down yes, to. they got that dog. They oh, my gosh. And, 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 and that's honestly it. Like the Twins – do not come back late in games and the guardians do it. And the twins blow lead late in games. Like if the twins aren't up after seven, they aren't not, they are not winning the game. So you spoke, you, you brought up the deadline. There's another team. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on the Padres who the guardians just took two of two from in San Diego. I mean, you talk about swinging for the fences and missing just <laughs> as horribly 
as you can possibly miss. I mean, I know there's still a month in the season, but Juan Soto's hurt. Josh Hader's looked like shit. Brandon Drury is looked like shit. Josh Bell's looked like shit. Like every single one of their big acquisitions has either been minimal contribution or no contribution whatsoever. Like, again, there's still a month left, but they're, I think, 16 games back of the Dodgers right now, and they're hanging on to, like, the last wild card spot. Yeah, the the Padres are and, – and even last year, they kind of ended up just – they kind of fizzled out right, right around the same time last year. They just mm-hmm. – they fell apart. They, they're kind of known as this, you know, showy, kind of flashy – you know, some people call them cocky. Some people just say, like, oh, we need more of that in baseball. I, I don't mind if, if you're trying to be a little cocky out there, but to me, the Padres take it. They take it too far, and it's just like it. I, for whatever reason, their team just ends up falling apart here late in the season. And didn't they sign Musgrove? Did you mention – did you say this, B-Russ, to, like, a billion-dollar yeah, contract? Signed, uh, like, yeah, he signed a huge, like, five, six-year deal. hundred million something or like something that, like that? Just a couple weeks – yeah, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, for them to – like they literally went as all in as you can possibly go on this season. Again, they were banking on Tatis coming back, and obviously he's not coming back. He's done with his PEDs or his ringworm cream or whatever yeah. the hell he tested positive for. So, I mean, it's literally Machado and who uh, nobody else right now. Like they rattled off some names while I was listening to the game, and there was just like. I mean, I know Will Myers, but he's past his prime. Nah, Profar's playing left field. Like, it's it's tough. Well, and they, and they they botched the Juan Soto trade from the standpoint of they ended up getting rid of uh, – you know, I'm spacing on names right now. But, Osmer. They were uh, yeah. Osmer too. Well, and, but they ended up getting rid of somebody beyond him because Hosmer didn't want to uh, – they ended up getting rid of Luke Voigt. Yeah. 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 Yeah, See, that's, that's right. Yeah. They botched that whole thing because they're like, oh, yeah, we'll throw Hosmer in this trade. And then it gets leaked. And then Hosmer is like, I don't want to go to the Nationals. <laughs> and I can say I don't want to go to the Nationals. Yeah. So the Padres are like, well, kind of stuck in the spot here. Obviously, couldn't really keep Hosmer around at that point. So find a way to ship him off to Boston, end up shipping Luke Voigt out to the Nationals. But yeah, I mean, you lost two good bats there. Mm-hmm. True or false, the Padres have three World Series titles. False. They have zero. Fuck. Right. I was going to say, I, I mean, I, I was just going to automatically go to false, but I'm like, I also have no idea. <laughs> I know they've been to, I think maybe they've been to two. A lot. I know they were in like the 98 and they got swept by the Yankees, but other than that, like Tony Gwynn, Tony Gwynn's the greatest thing that's ever happened to San Diego sports. Tatis before he got ringworm. Well, I mean, he, that kind of took a hit, didn't it? <laughs> that it did. Um, yeah. All right, gentlemen. Anything else on this baseball front? Since you guys are in the thick of it here, a little, a little battle, a little battle. Are we yeah. placing? Are we placing yeah, a wager? Save, Come on. What, what, what's what's the wager between you two? For, uh, um, something on that. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, we'll be seeing each other here in about a month and a half. This is true. Oh I yeah, think, that's true. The playoffs. I think, yeah, I think if the guard, if the Guardians win the division, Puma's got to wear a SDS, either an SDSU or a Guardians gear. To the game. <laughs> Do not accept that shit. I was gonna say definitely not SDSU. Maybe Guardians. I mean, I, I hey, I've been very clear the whole time. I still want the White Sox to win the division. 
Guardians going. If, if they're going to keep winning games, good for them. It's the Twins' fault that they – Twins should be right up there next to them right now. But they have just failed in some very winnable situations. So that's on the Twins. I'm, I'm happy for the Guardians, and I love seeing the White Sox lose. Are you saying, Pumbaa, that the Twins handed it to the Guardians? Is that what you're saying here now? Did I hear that correctly? No, I just said they should be right there with. I, I don't know how you got that out of that sentence. But. <laughs> well, it just sounded like you're like, well, the Twins fucked they, up. They, and- they handed the Guardians a pile of games late June by pitching Pagan a bajillion times. <laughs> they handed them Yeah, both. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Um, all right. Any more, any more baseball banter between you two fellas, or you want to talk some week zero and I do have beef with week zero. Why do they call it week zero? Just call it week one. Cause it's not really, I mean, just, yeah, we can just roll week one into like, this can be this two week span can just be, yeah. We just... can even just call it opening week. Oh, opening week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, there's still yeah. a pile of teams playing this week. What is yeah. there 10 games? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be watching Vandy versus Hawaii at 8, 8.30 on Saturday night in front, and they're going to be playing in front of absolutely nobody. And it's going to be incredible. And it's going to be incredible. 100%. Yep. It's going to be incredible. Um, gentlemen, we do have a jam-packed college football segment here. Of course, we've got our futures. We've got our props. Uh, and then a week week zero opening weekend. We're just going to call it that um, here on, on the Mount Lockmore podcast. So we do have a lot of bets, but... Uh, we do have some headlines that that uh, the gentleman wanted to pay attention to. And I don't know, did either of you guys see this this uh, article in the Irish Times? And I'll be honest, when I saw the, the title of this article, the Irish Times, I honestly thought that it was Notre Dame. I thought it was like a, like a Notre Dame Irish blog. Um, then I went to the homepage. I, I, went to the homepage I 100% agree. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Irish Times sounds like it, Notre Dame's campus paper. Yeah, yeah, it, that's it, yeah, that's you're not you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. It, it, sounds, it sounds like a, another uh, wire newspaper that Dan writes for or something. The, the Irish Times, you know, that, that's what it sounds mm-hmm. like. But uh, did you guys see this? Uh, Nebraska, um, Scott Frost really just got thrown to the bows. Really, I mean, th- this article really just kind of uh, tore him apart a little bit. Talked about how Nebraska's on probation, uh, Frost's pay cut. And uh, this, this Cornhuskers pep rally at, at Marion Square. Have you guys ever looked up a picture of Marion Square before? I can't say that I have now. All right. Well, no. after, the, after the podcast, you should do that. This is, this is in Dublin. This is where the pep rally is going to be. It's going to be awesome. The photos are going to be awesome. But um, did either of you two see this, this story here in the Irish Times? Um, I did see it because I sent it to the chat. Okay. So I mean, you could have just bruised right. I'm the one that brought this. Right, right. Right. I mean, what the? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a weird lead-in face. Yeah, we. <laughs> I thought it was a fair. Yeah. Uh, um, yes, I saw this. Uh, it's just hilarious to me. Like, even people in Ireland just don't want anything to do with Nebraska. Big Ten fans don't want anything to do with Nebraska. Big Twelve doesn't want anything to do with Nebraska. I, I don't even think Nebraska fans want anything to do with Nebraska most <laughs> except of the time. Corey. And then you got and yeah, and then you got Irish people, people of Ireland just coming at him from all angles. I saw, I did see. Did you see the tweet uh, that surfaced about uh, people learning to drive in Nebraska or I did, not in Nebraska in, yes, in Ireland? Yes, I I did see that. Yeah. So they put a an N like on the car. You know, when you're student driver here, they put student driver sticker on the car there they put an n like a n on your car to uh for novice and the n looks exactly like the n on nebraska's football helmets <laughs> and so i can't wait just to hear all these stories of like these nebraska fans going up to like 
people in their cars in Ireland, like, yeah, go big red. And they're just like, what in the fuck are you talking about? Oh, that's pretty good. I, I did see at the end, I don't know if you guys read to the end, the Cide Millie, I'm going to butcher it because obviously I don't speak Irish, right? They speak Irish over there. I, I think that's that's the term. Uh, B-Russ shook his head. I don't know. Maybe I'm incorrect. The Celt- CD- Celtic, maybe? Celtic, maybe? there we go. Celt- Celtic me, me, uh, music Wales, actually, kind of. Um, the Cide Millie <laughs> Filate, it's an Irish saying for a 100,000 welcome. So while the article, uh, B-Russ, that, that you did read uh, was, was talking kind of trash about Nebraska, Hey, they did welcome them in this Gaelic, Celtic, Gaelic. That's it. That's it. It's Gaelic. Gaelic. There it's we go. Gaelic. There we go. Bam. Off. There you go. I mean, is there a more like Great Britain, Ireland, Irish, European thing to do to just bash the hell out of somebody and be like, oh, and be like, yeah, welcome. Yeah. You know what? That's a Nebraska. That's a Nebraska, that's a Nebraska thing. That's a Nebraska thing to do is to bash the hell out of somebody and then, hey, hey, come on welcome. down. Welcome. Grab a beer. <laughs> I just banged your wife, but hey, you coming over for dinner tonight? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's some corned beef. Here's some corned beef. Yeah, wonderful. Um, no, that was our first college football headline there. And then Beerus, uh, this graphic. Beerus loves sending graphics. Actually, I think Pumba sent this graphic in, in the group chat. But mm-hmm. uh, it was this interesting graphic showing uh, the you know the Big Brother School, the Little, little Brother School. Uh, NDSU, of course, where Pumba and I are both from, uh, UND, the University of North Dakota, was North Dakota State's little brother. While well, obviously we, you can make jokes, you can think South Dakota State should have been the little brother. But Beerus, uh, Marshall, big brother, West Virginia little brother. I mean, that's that's disrespectful right there. That's asinine is what it is. Uh, first of all, we we don't play them this year. We haven't played them in shit like since my freshman year when we beat them by like sixty points. Uh, and then we decided, oh, they've never beaten us. Uh, we're just not going to play them anymore because they don't they don't deserve it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it was a troll. I will say I, anything I think so. that comes from bi- anything that comes from big game boomer. I'm just automatically like this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, and you can tag him. You can let him know that I don't think anything he says is relevant. Like he posts like, oh, best Mexican restaurant in every town, and and Guarantee you more than like five of them. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. No, I, I Pumba figured that. Pumba set me off this morning, and that's why I was coming in coming at the chat hard after. <laughs> okay. After I, I, I brought you alive by uh by calling you a little brother. Yeah, I, you yeah, you woke me up. I do love Killer B Rust though. Like Killer B Rust like is the legitimate killer, I think. Like you're a psychopath, I think. Like you're crazy. Ed, hey. That's that's fine. It's, that's I'll take it. He he knows the like all his teams they, are winning. He's all good. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and that's killer be killed. For yeah, now. there you go. For now, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Pumba, any anything on this from North Coast State's front? Obviously, it, it does make sense that UND is their little brother being in the same state. Yeah, I mean, I I think the whole thing was just yeah within states. It's obvious. NDSU runs the state. It's no doubt. Um. Yeah, I mean, not, not much else to be said. I, I mostly just laughed when I just saw the, the West Virginia little brother thing. I was just like, this this is great. I, I got to send this to be Russ just where, to uh, – Where was Oklahoma? Just rile me up. Just to rile me up. You guys remember where Oklahoma was at? I'm sure they're OSU's big brother. I think Tulsa is the big brother of the Oklahoma. <laughs> <if I'm not laughs> <mistaken. laughs> 
Great uniforms, by the way. Um, all right, well, Fire. B-Russ, by, while B-Russ looks for that, let's get in or get started with some college football. You guys want to do futures or props first? What, what makes more sense for you for you guys? Just, just, just let's talk some futures. All right, we can talk some futures. So yeah. I, don't have a t- I don't have a ton of futures. So uh, B-Russ, we'll, we'll kick it to you. I do have one that I, I really do like because I'm high on this team uh, in the Pac-12. But B-Russ, what, what are you thinking here for your college football futures for the 2020 season here? Um, so I have quite a few written down. Uh, I'll just pop off a couple of uh, conference champs and then we can kind of go around. I like Houston to win the AAC. Uh, I think that they bring a lot back. And I think Cincinnati's like barely the favorite over them, but uh, I think Houston's going to have a little bit of a sour taste in their mouth from last year uh, being, you know, one went away from winning the conference, uh, I think they're a uh, team that, you know, I think they get the group of five bid into the New Year's Six Bowls. I think that Houston's going to go like 11 and one, 12 and one going into the postseason. And, you know, if everything bounces right, I mean, they play, they get UTSA, which I mean, is no slouch, and Texas Tech. Um, I mean, it's not really going to be a schedule that I think can catapult them into the playoffs but uh, I mean if they're sitting there undefeated and enough chaos goes on obviously I think they can get in uh, but I like the Cougars to win the American at plus 225 uh, I also like USC to win the Pac-12 at plus 220 uh, I think that they've just added so much uh, I mean it's I think the winner of the Utah USC game is going to go to the playoffs so I, I just I like you or USC more. I know Utah does bring a lot back, and it's the game's going to be in Utah. But uh, I just Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison. You add the main man, Lincoln Riley. Um, I probably shouldn't even say his name. It's like Bold- saying Voldemort's <laughs> name to some people. But uh, I just like what USC's done. I think that you know the Pac-12 is super cake. They are in the South, so they're. Really only tough game is Utah. Uh, they don't get Oregon. They get both the Arizona schools. They get Stanford, who I think is going to be down. Uh, UCLA, I don't really have high hopes for. So I think they have a pretty easy schedule. I think their toughest game of the year is going to be Notre Dame at the end of the year. Um, Ooh, Fresno State, that'll be tough. But, yeah, they get Fresno State, too, who's, kind of, who's up there to win the uh, Mountain West. But uh, I like the Trojans. I like what they added. Uh, so I like USC plus 220 to win the Pac-12. I also like Oklahoma State plus 500 to win the Big 12. I, they bring back the most experienced quarterback. They have their head coach. Uh, I know they lost a lot on defense, but I think that, you know, their defense kind of carried them last year. I think the offense is going to carry them this year. They uh, are just – they're right there like third – um, I don't like Texas or Oklahoma really this year. So give me Oklahoma State to win to win the Big 12. That Big 12, B-Russ, they're going to beat up on each other this year, I think. Like just, yeah, the winner is going to be like – the winner is going to be like 10-2, and 9-3. <laughs> yeah, they're going to beat up with, with Baylor, like Texas, that. like you said, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I think they're going to beat up on each other there. Uh, anything else you got, B-Russ? Uh, future or like conference-wise, um, not really. Uh, I got a few Heisman uh odds here i do like uh jsn plus three thousand to win the heisman i 
this will be what the second wide receiver. I think that he does win it, but I do have a couple others just to kind of take flyers on. Uh, I think that he's far and away the best receiver, best skill player uh, in the country. Uh, and then he's the number one guy. We saw what he did last year as the number three guy. I mean, he put up like 1,600 yards and 11 touchdowns as the number three guy. So him being number one, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he puts up like another like 16, 1,700 yards, 15 touchdowns. And I mean, how can you not forget that that Rose Bowl or how can you forget that Rose Bowl performance where he put up like 10,000 yards and four touchdowns? Uh, <laughs> and I have JT Daniels to win uh, the Heisman plus oh, 5,000. I had to. I took him last year. <laughs> Now that he is the quarterback of West Virginia, I have no choice. JT Daniels plus 5,000. And then I have Will Anderson plus 1,500. I think that he is the best player in the country. I think that he is just – he. if he would have gone out last year, I know he couldn't because he was a sophomore. But uh, if he would have, you know, gone to the draft, he probably would have been, like, number one, number two pick as a sophomore. Uh and only being plus fifteen hundred, uh, it's as a defensive player, it's kind of kind of sketchy. But I think that he's people are gonna you know double team him, triple team him. Doesn't matter. He's gonna he's gonna make plays all season. I like that. Uh, I think one of my value plays, B Russ, is uh, North Carolina State quarterback Devin Leary plus six hundred or plus six thousand. Excuse me. Uh, Thirty-seven okay. touchdowns last season, and he had eighteen touchdowns over his final four games. So. You know, uh, hopefully that last season success can carry over this season. He can pop off a little bit. He opened up at plus 9,000 earlier this summer, uh, all the way down to plus 6,000 now. So I would say lost a little value there, but that, that's one of my favorite value plays there for the Heisman. Pumba, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, Bryce Young's just going to win the Heisman. So not nearly enough value. They're not going to give it to, they're not going to give it to somebody for a second year. Ah, they're going to, he's, he's, he's going to win it. That team's going to be so good. Um, they, yeah, it, it's just going to happen. But uh, I, I agree with uh, J- JSN at uh, 25 to one out of Ohio State. I think that's probably your best value play. Um, I mean, what, do you, what, what about Cam Rising at 60 to one? Cam Rising, Ooh. not bad either. That dude will sling the rock. That's, that's, have a, that's a dark, that's a dark horse. That's, right that's there. a dark horse right there. If that team is good enough, I mean, he. If he plays well on that team, if if, yeah, if they're if they're in contention for the playoffs going into you know the championship game, I think that he he could. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think there's maybe a little value at that. That's sixty to one. That's not a not bad odds. Are we doing a little uh, disrespect? Not just C.J. Stroud, you know. Right out the gates. I don't know. I mean, that's he's what like plus two hundred to win it. I just plus, yeah, he's, he's plus two twenty five. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, odds are it, it's going to be way harder for like for JSN to win it over Stroud. Typically, the receiver's not going to get it over his own quarterback. But um, kind of depends, I guess. Obviously, how much the ball gets split around amongst receivers there. Yeah, yeah. but still, I mean, if he if he throws forty five touchdowns like he did last season, I mean. That, that's pretty good stats there. Yeah. Only six interceptions. That's crazy. Yeah, you're slinging that thing. You're slinging that thing. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Puma, you got any other uh, futures here that, that you like? I'll, I'll name um, one. I, I mean, just kind of po- points of interest. Uh, 
just kind of see quick what you guys are thinking for your own squads for the year. I see uh, West Virginia wins is over over under five and a half. What's B Rush thinking on that? Over. Over. Over? All right. Over. All right. I think they but get you to, know, I think they get to seven. Seven. Okay. okay. As it uh, got discussed in the group chat, uh old Kansas State, some people are high on them. Obviously, Kansas State. A lot State, of people. I mean, best best coach in in the big in the Big Twelve. Um, yeah, I, I I think Kansas State over seven wins. Got got to take a chance on that. I mean, they'll beat Oklahoma. They basically do every year anyway. Um, yeah, sh- shout out Kyle and PG. But uh, as you just throw yeah. them under the bus, yeah. <laughs> well, hey. I mean, it's what they get done. And then uh, <laughs> what do you think your old Boise State there, Pace? Over uh, under nine. I do like the under. I'm high on Fresno State this year. So I, I do like the under for Boise State. You can get it at minus 110 here at the wonderful Bovada Sportsbook. So uh, Hank Bachmeyer uh, can never just stay healthy. So that, that, that's something to check out. And obviously losing Shakir, the wide out, the special wide out. Um, that, that's, that's tough as well. So I, I think under nine here, minus 110. I, I like that. I, I'm big on Fresno State. Fresno State's my number two team here this year. Yeah. You and Jay, you and Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner, baby. I'm also going to sprinkle out Heisman. Sprinkle out Heisman plus 15,000. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, otherwise, as conferences go, I don't know. I mean, there's going to be some wide open conferences. I like USC to win the Pac 12, but also, I don't know. That, that could so easily not happen. I don't know if there's enough value in in betting them um otherwise i don't know as far as national champions oh i got a good one you, you've got your clear favorites you know you you can always go out and try to find other squads but it, it just seems doesn't it just seem like alabama is just going to just roll over everyone uh, Pumba, B. Russ and i talked about this a little bit national championship finals ohio state versus alabama plus 450 Ohio State versus Alabama—it's not nearly enough value in that. You don't think so? I don't know. No. Four fifty. I think that's pretty damn high. I don't know. And I—I I don't think that's enough value in a. I mean, I—I I don't see it. I—I I, I think that bet could hit, but I, I don't think that's enough value it, to throw it money. Could down. win. To, but to not a lot of value. <laughs> to throw that money down. Okay, I mean, throw money down on that then. To uh, you know, to not win that until January. Well, yeah, I, mean, I I just think there's too many, too many unknowns. Mostly with Ohio State. I mean, Alabama just seems like they're probably going to get there. I mean, but, what? Uh, I mean, obviously, Ohio State's issue is going to be defense. Like, if they can be, they were yeah. god awful. Their defense was so bad last year. Like, their offense had to carry them. If their defense can even be like middle of the road, like top forty, top thirty-five defense, I think they cruise the national championship yeah well they'll cruise to their conference but i mean then you also got to get i mean depending you never know how the playoff i guess will shake up as far as what the matchups are things like that but that's true yeah. they might they might they might meet utah there uh, and then utah is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe in the i believe in the fighting kyle whittinghams I, I i believe in those guys man out there in the pac-12 i i think that's like somebody that's has to squad. yeah new coaches oregon usc this dude's better. There's a different Let's Utah go. team. There's a different Utah team that I like. Dark horse. BYU. Dark horse to make the playoff. Is BYU in Utah? The Cougs. The, the Cougs. Cougs. Yes. 
The Cougs. I like B- BYU over eight and a half wins. They return like 97% of their uh, production on both sides of the ball. And they have the schedule that could shake out to where like they could definitely get in. They open up with uh, South Florida. They go to South Florida. Then they get Baylor at home, uh, which will be a top 25 matchup. Then they go to Oregon. Then they get Wyoming at home. Uh, they get Utah State at home. Then they play Notre Dame in Vegas. Then they get the Razorbacks at home. Ooh. Imagine Razorback fans in Provo. That place is going to be – that's going to be a weird game. There's a lot uh, of tough games there, B-Russ. I know, but I'm saying like – what, 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 what are you trying to say with the Razorbacks? What, what, what are you trying to say there about that being a weird game? What you Arkansas people in, in Provo and in Mormon country? Oh my god, they're they're gonna try to crack a beer, they're gonna try to crack a beer in the parking lot and like they're just gonna get you know lambasted. <coughs> lambasted. Oh, yeah. that's great. It's a difficult schedule, but it sets up. They return a lot of their production. They're very they're a very old team. They return uh Jaron Hall, the quarterback. I like I think that the schedule sets up for BYU to like be an outside contender for to make the playoff. I mean, they've certainly got a tough enough schedule that if they true if they win, win on yeah, the yeah. table. I mean, I mean they 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 won the they won the Pac-12 South last year. They beat like every team in the Pac-12 South last year. Which I mean. I mean, who is in the Pac-12 South? Arizona, I mean, they beat they beat Utah. They beat Utah, uh, who who played in the Rose Bowl. Um, but I just, I'm on I'm on the BYU train. I like wise up, go Cougs. 19 starters return. I mean, that's pretty fucking good. You know, yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, same coach is back. Like, yeah, everybody's back. Uh. Yeah, um, I'm all in on the Cougs. Plus 250 right. to win the college like football, it. to make the college football playoff. Excuse me. Plus uh, 250? Yeah. All right. Sorry, sorry. Pl- to win, to win, to win, to win. To win. Wait, to what? Plus what 250, talking? what? College yeah, football playoff odds to win, 250 to 1. Oh, 250 oh, to 1. one. To, you said plus 250. Oh, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, no, I was no. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. What no. book are you looking at, bro? <laughs> uh, uh, not the bed code of sports book. That's for damn sure. Um, all right. Puma, what 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 what's a team you like for an over here? Give me an over that you like. Well, I mean, Kansas State. It's just plain gonna hit. I mean, otherwise, I, I don't know who to be out there on. Um, I was actually looking at like just the top teams. Like, you know, Alabama, you could just like bet on them to, you know, just go undefeated. But actually, I'm pretty sure you'd be better, like. I think they will go undefeated, but I think you'd be better off just parlaying money line every week. Like you'll come out way further ahead than I, Alabama to go 12 and 0 is only like plus 125 or something on Bovada. Like that's horrific. Alabama over yeah, Alabama terrible. over 11 and a half is at plus 110. Oh yeah. They, I mean, that that's horrific odds. I mean, you could just, yeah, just parlay their money line as the whole year goes like, just do that and you'll come out further ahead. Because they will have some games where they won't be, you know, they'll be whatever, minus three or 400, I would think. Obviously, some of those games are going to be like minus 2,500, but. Yeah. There's going to be a lot. I think I 
pretty sure they're not going to be more than a like <laughs> less than a two touchdown favorite in every every single oh, game. Well, I mean, if that's the case, yeah, then then I guess you probably won't ever get to where you could parlay. I mean, like Ohio State, Ohio State's a like twelve, no less than a twelve point favorite in every single game. Yeah, and they have a way they have a way harder schedule than yeah. Alabama does. Well, I mean, Alabama doesn't have to play Georgia until the SEC championship. Yeah. Here's Bama's, here's Bama's schedule. Utah State, Texas. Utah State, they might be minus 40. Uh, Texas, L.A. Monroe, Vanderbilt. L.A. Monroe, Vanderbilt, they'll, they'll be minus 50 in both those games, or damn close to it. Arkansas, minus 17. A&M, minus 17 and a half. Tennessee, Mississippi State, LSU, Ole Miss. Austin P. they'll be minus 60. And Auburn, minus 22. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. What kind, what, what's what's going on be, here? This could be this could be, games. this could be the this could be the best Alabama team we've ever yeah. seen. We've seen a lot of good Alabama teams. Bryce yeah. Young, yeah. over thirty eight and a half touchdowns, lock of the century. That sounds like cash. That sounds. Yeah, I mean, he's only minus one fifteen. I was going to say, how much are you drinking on that? Minus yeah. one fifteen. He may not play in the second half in any of these. If he throws four in the first half every game, yeah, he might have six forty eight. Yeah. Boom, win. Easy. I actually thought that would be higher than Stroud's. Ah, maybe not as high. I did think it would be in the 40s, though. Stroud's 41, 42 and a yeah. half. I mean, he threw for like 40-something touchdowns. 47, game, I think. Yeah. Something crazy. Like, like 47 that. and four interceptions, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe something somebody knows something why, why it's kind of low. 38 and a half seems kind of low. A um, couple of my totals here, guys. I like, I like Air Force over eight and a half uh it's juicy i know it, like in the wrong kind of booty yeah. juice like it's minus 160 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, that's the it's, only it's problem yeah but uh i mean if you go back to the covid year including the covid 19 season 26 and 8 in their last 34 games two double digit win seasons um yeah it's juicy uh but man eight and a half that just seems a little low i also like arizona over three and a half i wish i would have got this at over three because uh, you get a push with three, but I, I think that they can get over three and a half. Their best recruiting class in what seems like forever, uh, apparently. Uh, they do bring back eight starters on defense as well. They lost, what, five games by fewer than 10 points last season. I think they can get four wins. I think so at plus 110. That's not terrible. And then I like Colorado under, gentlemen, at minus 135. Probably one of the worst teams in the land uh, this season. I definitely think that uh, they will lose a ton of games. I think the biggest thing for me is when you're looking at unders, especially for these teams that suck bad, it's like, who do they play non-conference wise? Like, do they got some cupcake schedules, uh, non-conference? Nope. Colorado, TCU, Air Force, and Minnesota on the road. Those are all three good teams. So I like that one yeah, under three. All, yeah. Minus 135. Not terrible. What are that under three or under three and a half? I got under three. Unless you can find under three and a half, I'll take that too. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like futures bets I can possibly push. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of fun though. It's fun cheering for like three wins. Like people don't like to cheer for points, <laughs> but like I want to cheer for teams to lose. Like that's fun. <laughs> Just a downfall. Just a like, downfall. people to lose their job. Like people to lose their jobs and stuff. Because that's what Bovada should have. Will this guy lose his job? You're, you're that guy cheering in a bar when Alabama goes up sixty to zero against Vandy. You're like, yeah, let's go on, on, get that Vandy out. The team total. The team total. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, that's great. I have, an, uh, I have an under. I have an under. All right. All right. I have one one under written down. Okay. Any any guesses? Uh Nevada. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. What'd you say? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, of course it is. Of course. Is that, that's just a podcast title. Oklahoma sucks, apparently. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I do think West Kentucky under eight and a half is a lock. Like, I know this is Mount Lockmore. We're giving out locks. No Bailey Zap. And you're They're telling me that. What are we going to say? They're starting a D2 transfer. Uh, Jarrett Deggie transferred there and then transferred out last week because he lost the job, the starting job to a uh, D2 transfer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that just tells you it right there. Eight, under eight and a half. They lost a ton of starters. Minus 150 again. Not the good kind of juice, but, you know, under eight and a half, I like it. You know, uh, those are some of the ones I like, gentlemen. I also have K-State as well. Um, I got that earlier at minus 160. It's up to minus 250 now. Did you guys see that? That's insane. Damn. Damn near. Well, it's, just... probably, it's probably going to move. It's probably going to move. <laughs> move wins. Then. It's probably going to move. Yeah, you, you would think. You would think so. You would absolutely. I also so. have uh, I have Minnesota over seven and a half. I think that they're going to win the Big Ten West. Uh, okay. I like their fucking Tanner Morgan's been there for like what? Since like the 80s. I'm pretty sure. Dude's been there forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you said, like they get Colorado. Uh, I think that the Big Ten West is not going to be great. Like he's, they're going to be able to munch on, you know, Northwestern Illinois, uh, Nebraska. I don't think Nebraska's going to be great. Uh, I know Corey's not going to like to hear that. But uh, I think Minnesota wins the Big Ten West over seven and a half at minus 130, a little juicy. But uh, I, like, I like the Gophers. Do, All right. Is an over under on how many running backs get hurt for the Gophers this year? Zero. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Be nice. Well, what was it last year? Like, like six. Dunham. They had three guys. Like three guys got hurt or something like that. It was crazy. They were. They were. They had linebackers playing running back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> incredible. incredible. And then they whooped. And then they whooped West Virginia's ass. And oh, just whooped that ass. Great ball but they also lost a bowling game. So <laughs> that game. That game was on TV the other day, and I turned on. I turned it on for a little bit because I hate myself. And my God, you talk about one of the worst football games ever ever played. Ever played. So disgusting. <laughs> eighteen what was to fu- six. I was gonna say, okay, was it eighteen six? I took oh, the over. God. I think so. Yeah. That that's fitting. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Lovely. Um, all right, gentlemen, any, any other ones we get into before we just kind of rattle off our week? Our, what are we calling it? Idiot? Not week. Opening week picks here. Opening week picks. Opening week. Uh, I also have Houston over nine and a half. I obviously. Virus is big on Houston. Go. Yep. Uh, it's a plus 100 over nine and a half. Okay. All right. Very nice. Uh, I also have Bijan Robinson over 11 and a half touchdowns at minus 115. 115? Yep. I like that. I don't. I don't hate that. He had eleven last year. Like he's, a, um, he's gonna yeah. be better this year, you know. Uh, hopefully, Texas. Are we doing this? Can we do this or no? All right. Horns down. Uh, I do like over eleven and a half. I, you know, twelve. That's under eight and a half. Give me under eight and a half on Texas. <laughs> All right, under eight and a half on Texas. Over for Robinson touchdowns. How about that? Parlay them. Yeah, I mean, they went five and seven last year, and he he still munched. Yeah, he's, yeah. In the words, in the words of Dallas, <laughs> munching, Farkin munching, dude. Um, <laughs> all right, B Russ, rattle off your week zero picks here. Uh, what, what do you like? What do you don't like? Uh, all right, um, I am going to take the bait. I'm going to do it. Uh, Hawaii is eleven and one against the spread uh, in their last twelve openers. I'm going Hawaii plus eight. I mean, both these teams are god awful. Like, there's no, 
no two ways about it. It's going to be gross, and I'm going to love every second of, of it. They're not playing in front of a single human being. Uh, and, yeah, 11-1. and one. Give me Hawaii plus eight. I also like the over in that game, over 54. I think uh, Tommy Chang is going to have them, or whoever, whoever the hell the coach is at Hawaii now, he's going yep. to have them slang in that thing. They're going to be throwing the ball like 60-plus times. Uh, so give me uh, Hawaii over – or Bandy Hawaii over 54. Uh, I like Illinois over 27.5 points. Uh, I think they are taking on a Wyoming team that lost a lot, uh, especially defensively. I Brett Bielema is going to, you know, run the ball down their throat. But, I mean, Brett Bielema teams have been known to score, you know, 50, 60 points against superior opponents. I need four touchdowns from them. That's all I need. I like that. Uh, over. Yeah. You, uh, I did want to go back to the Hawaii game too. You know, that, that's an interesting game for us. Cause what did Chang play for Hawaii? Right. Is that correct? Or he's yeah. from there. And then the Vandy coach, yeah, he uh, is it Clark Lee or something? He also played for Vandy. Mm-hmm. So kind of cool. Just a nugget. Yeah. And I mean, Tommy, Tommy Chang, Timmy Chang, sorry, Timmy, not Tommy, Timmy, Timmy Chang. Chang. One of the, like, he led the he had the career record for passing yards for a while. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's up there anymore, but he was at like seventeen thousand, something like that. Uh, but yeah. And then I like Nebraska over thirty one and a half. I think Northwestern has just lost far too much. They are not gonna be good at, at all. Uh, so I like <sighs> Nebraska to to put up some points. You're taking team total Dublin. What was that? Yeah, over thir- team total over thirty one and a half. Okay. All right. Um, anything else you like here? We, man, we do have a couple of games. That's, that's all I got so far. That's a wrap for B-Ross. All right, Pumba on uh, Pumba Cakes. What do you like, man? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad for kind of sticking with this the same games as B-Ross uh, and also, I guess, fairly similar mindset. But uh, as, oh. as you guys know, I'm, I'm a tease with the ladies, and uh, I love teasers. <laughs> so uh, I love a Nebraska over – teaser you get Nebraska down to minus seven they will cover that you get the over down to 43 and a half I, I just I think that's going to hit there's going to be lots of teasing the hell out of us damn but um yeah and then <laughs> the get to the Hawaii Vandy game though a uh, Hawaii over teaser Hawaii up to plus 14 and then all you need is 48 points yeah that that's absolutely that's a great I'm, – I'm adding that right now. That's I mean, there's no way Hawaii – No way Hawaii <laughs> loses by more than 14. Yeah, and, and I think there's just going to be points scored. That that bet absolutely just looks looks gorgeous to me. So, yeah, I mean, th- those two teasers. Otherwise, I don't know. Um, yeah, that – just got to bet against UConn, don't you, almost? Yeah, that's a lot of points, though. So <laughs> 27-point dogs. And if you yeah. say the overs to play, get out. Get out. You you cannot bet on an over against with, with, with UConn. Like, get out. Like, that. that's dumb. I see it on Twitter. People are like, oh, take the over. Utah State's not going to score 50 points, and UConn won't score yeah, 10. UConn's going to put up, like, zero. Like, yeah, eight. <laughs> Three, eight. Like, come on. Get out of here. I think that I think that's – I like the under 59 and a half stat. You're, you're predicting a 51 to 7 final? Hey, give me the under. Give me the under. <laughs> um, so I do like the under in that one, uh, 59 and a half. I will take that. I also like Wyoming team total under 17 and a half. Again, I don't know if I'm just taking big juice this year. If, if that's what I'm doing, it's minus 160. But, dude, Wyoming sucks. 
They lost a lot. They have three offensive linemen back that have more than six snaps played from last year. Uh, incredible. They're going to get bull rushed by Illinois. Uh, going into the Big Ten house, uh, Illinois, minus 11. That actually seems low. I think um, they might win by 21 plus. So I, I like that one too. I'll throw Illinois in there. Wyoming team total under 17 and a half. I like Charlotte. Woof, woof, woof. Underdog, baby. Give me, give me the underdog. Charlotte money line plus 240. I like that. They bring some back. Um, these teams, if you want an over to tease Nolan, tease this over. These two teams' defenses are horrific. Charlotte's just going to score more points. So give me Charlotte here, plus 240. Money line, don't hate that over. Uh, I can throw that over in there as well. And then uh, Nevada, New Mexico State, baby, 9 p.m. And then we also have Vandy, Hawaii, 9.30 p.m. I'll tell you what. Give me Hawaii, money line, New Mexico State, money line parlay, half a unit. Let's do it. Wow. Underdogs, baby. Underdogs. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Football's back. We love how it. Te- how many tequilas did Pace have before the show? Zero tequila. I didn't even have an, I didn't even an ounce of green stuff. I had zero things. Zero things. Wow. Zero things. Um, there we go. <laughs> no, what's that? I, I wait. What is this? Blueberry Moscato? No, I didn't have any of that either. Um, yeah. All right, gentlemen. Those are our plays again. B Russ thirty five on Twitter. I'm Coda Kepper Pace. That's Pumba Cakes at Pumba Cakes. He's gonna be with us all season long. Until the end of time, it's going to be good stuff at Cody Cappers, www.codasportscappers.com. Football is back, gentlemen. Any closing thoughts from you two? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Football is back. Poop. I was hoping Poop would be like, meow, meow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can do my... What sound, what sound does a Puma make? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What what, what sound does does, does Puma make? I, meow, I meow. <laughs> We need more dogs. We need more, more dogs. dogs. Okay, I okay. Speaking of that, quick, the the more dogs. I'm gonna talk about the twins needing needing more dogs. I'm like the twins need that coach to come into the locker room. Yeah, and fire him up. Him and pet, just be like, dog. yeah, we, we need more dogs. No dogs. We don't need no cats. Yeah. We need more dogs <laughs> around. Look at ooh, how do I look? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. All right, boys. Those are our plays. That's our show. Um, week zero. Season zero. We're Let's ready to roll. Get it. Let's get Let's it. Let's get it. All right. Three, two, one. Thanks, for everybody, for joining, for listening. We'll see everybody uh, next week, possibly. We'll figure it out. Yeah, of course. We got to get a show in before West Virginia and Pitt play. Oh, 100, 100%. We absolutely yeah. will. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, have a good week. Win all your bets. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.